Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. Join us as our host and fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden, discusses topics beneficial to businesses of all industries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I'm normally the host, Tim Hayden, but again, uh, this month, uh, honored to have my good friend and our uh, table group consultant, Gordon Blocker, with us. Gordon, take it over. I'm excited to be here, Tim. All right. We're, we're four of five through the motive. You know, it's funny. The book's about difficult things for leaders. It's difficult just to get to the end of a book <laughs> or just to finish what we started. So we both need a little tenacity in our world. Um, you know, I just do want, I do want to do a little refresher, Tim, because you know, the book's called The Motive. The chapters are about doing difficult things. And so, you know, you and I have processed this recently. What's the, what's the connection between a motive and just doing difficult stuff. Like, why do you think Pat called it the motive instead of five things leaders hate to do? Um, I think we've got to be, a lot of times we've got to be motivated to do things that we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking too, I mean, it's t- tests of our heart and our brain are not always right. But if you're doing something that's really difficult, it's probably because you think it's a responsibility. If you're doing something you enjoy, it might be because it's a good responsibility. It might be because it's easy. You know, you you have your value. It's doing the right thing, right? That's yeah. one of your values. Do the right thing. And we, we added not the easy thing and not the popular thing. Uh, by contrast, we're not encouraging leaders, hey, we want your life to be miserable, right, all the time. But if you're – I've asked you some hard questions recently. I've just said, hey, Tim, what did you do this week that was difficult? And it's like, if you can think of three things, it's probably a you know good week for a responsibility-based leader. If you're like, dang, I don't know. I, I kind of, I don't, I, I, I have it a little too easy. Then it's a good test for us. And I, so I think it tests our motives. Like, am I a leader because I just found myself to be a leader? Am I a leader because that's where all the privileges are? Am I a leader, Pat would say, because I, I earned this, I deserve it because I kind of did all the cruddy stuff before. And now this is kind of like, a, you know, like a vacation of responsibility. There's a lot of scenarios, but I do want to just emphasize if you pick up the motive and Pat says, here's five things that are hard to do. You're either really good at them and you just happen to be the the few leaders that love to do hard stuff, or it actually should be hard. It should be hard. And so today's topic is meetings. And a lot of people think meetings are boring. A lot of leaders think meetings are um, unproductive. I have leaders that don't like to come to meetings. I have leaders that have all-day meetings. Um, Give us, Tim, maybe like a day in the life of meetings at Sergeant Metal. What kind of meetings are happening? What would would someone experience if they just showed up to your meetings at Sergeant Metal? Yeah, so, um, and again, we, we use the formula that we learned from the table group, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the you know from Death by Meeting book, mm-hmm. uh, you know in the advantage you got a little sliver of it. You know you're going to see a consistent cadence of typically Mondays or meeting days, and that we have currently we have four teams. We have three VPs that lead their teams. We have our leadership team. We have tactical meetings that are starting to spread out a little bit. They used to all be on Mondays that are typically you know one to two hours in length, probably closer to an hour where, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, we talk about the smart and healthy, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we ask the six questions in the advantage. If you hadn't read the advantage, our listeners, they go read it. It's a great read. And then, um, you know, from there, then we have daily standups, which are typically, mm-hmm. you know, ours is probably 15 minutes in length, sometimes shorter, sometimes longer, but we just get a quick update of what's going on for the day. 
Uh, we have quarterly offsites that we do every quarter, which are two days in length that we get away and work on the business. We, we have an agenda. We make decisions. We come back the next day, share that with our management team on, on some of the decisions that we made. And then mm -hmm. we have yeah. strategic meetings periodically. We don't do a great job with that today. It's something we need to work on. You know, that, mm -hmm. that a tactical meeting is not long enough to work on something specific that is just as one topic. So uh, mm -hmm. we've done that a little bit. We're starting to do that more. So that's just a quick yeah. overview. In yeah. the day. And then we do a lot of smart, we do a lot of smart meetings that are specific on if we've got a new project that we're about to launch, you know, hey, mm -hmm. we get the right people involved. And before we go launch that to the floor, and we still stink at that. We've got a lot of room to get better there. Yeah. So one of the things that we're talking yeah. about. So. Well, you're already, you're already ahead of the game because, as you know, most of your competitors, if you just ask them, what's your meeting cadence, they'd just look at you funny. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? When did, when did you decide to construct and design the meetings that happen? And people don't realize, um, you know, how much money they spend in meetings, how much energy and resources they spend. Now, that's, that can be a great investment if out of a meeting comes great decisions, problems being solved, people getting on the same page and executing better. They can be great. Otherwise, it could be just massive wastes of time. I asked a, a leader recently, I, I was in a meeting with 15 people and the CFO happened to be present. So I just said, hey, if you don't mind, what does an hour cost us in this meeting? And he just pulled out a napkin. He's like, probably somewhere between, you know, five, six grand. Hmm. So I was like, okay, let's use that wisely. Pat's meeting model I actually did the math recently because I had a team that wasn't meeting very much. It only is 10% of your time if you do them really well. Mm -hmm. If you do them really well, the problem is this, Tim, is that when everybody walks in a room, somebody's got to be in charge of making that experience great. And that's got to be you. When people walk out and go, hey, was that a good meeting? Was that a bad meeting? Uh, was that interesting? Was that boring? At the end of the day, uh, everyone participates in that and contributes to it. But at the end of the day, um, someone's got to be in charge of that. Let me just close my door so I get the noise off here. That's a good example of a vulnerable podcast, Tim. We got a, we got exactly a, we right. background noise. We are we are we are messy, and that's uh, that's life. Um, so I think at the end of the day, if you're saying everyone's walking in this room, who's going to be in charge of this meeting going well? That's you. And Pat said something to us really simply. He said, "Everybody, meetings should be talking about the right things in the right way." Mm -hmm. And what you just said, I think, is good because you've you said, "Hey, there are different types of topics." So they deserve different types of places. And I think that's important. But you could do everything you just said, Tim, and the meetings will all be crappy. If there's politics, if there's confusion, if people are stressed, if people dominate. And the hardest thing, I think, for you is to be a good listener in the meeting. And I, I think it's interesting. For whatever reason, I, I've, I've been sitting in on tons of, tons of team meetings Almost 100% of the time, the leader talks the most. Almost 100% of the time. You see my stats I've given your team. It's like, okay, let's just, let's just do a quick you know, clock time on everybody in the room. And leaders talk too much in meetings. And it's difficult because they want to sell their ideas and convince other people. And it's so interesting because the leaders are already in charge. You already have the burden of decision. And you already know what you think. You don't need to sell anybody anything. You just have to ask lots of questions to see if people have better ideas, to see if they can help you solve the problem. But ultimately, just watching the, the whole experience of a meeting is, I mean, the, the, the time goes fast. Some people dominate. Some people uh, get marginalized. And you're just having to lead and watch. Now, a lot of teams we work with, we will encourage 
there to be another person on the team who quote unquote facilitates so that the leader can do the leader's job. And, and I think the first thing the leader has to do is just be a great listener and check in with the team and see what's on their brains and their, and their, and their minds. But then at the end of the day, this is something I challenged you on. You have to bring things to closure. And a lot of teams will just wait for consensus. So you're from Anderson, South Carolina, and just being honest, people are pretty nice there. Uh, uh, Our team you know, is Gordon. I know right. And you know, let's be honest, a meeting where you sit around and be nice to each other and talk about everything that you already agree on, and no one says, here's the decision, that's not a great meeting. It's a nice meeting, it's an enjoyable meeting. People are nodding their heads, they're smiling, they're not unhappy. But the challenge for you as a leader. I think is to draw out conflict. Pat says mine for conflict. Yeah. How difficult is it for you to get conflict going? It is painstakingly difficult. Yeah. When we have a but and you know, if our team was in here, I would say it, we've got a, a ton of really nice, smart people. You know, um, we are working in in you know uh, Again, go back to another book, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. You know, if you don't have trust, you can't build True. anything. So I think – so. and one thing I, th I think our team – and, Gordon, you've been around most of them. You know, I think we have built a level of trust. But right. I, think we, I think we're in the process of building a, another layer of that mm -hmm. that's going to allow us to go deeper where we can, we can have some of that. I mean, you know, there's nothing any better than healthy conflict. If everyone agrees, the, the thing that I just continue to permeate in the back of my mind is that as our senior leader, and Gordon, you and I are walking through this right now, is mm -hmm. people a lot of times, and I know this about myself with my role and where I'm in, a lot of times people are going to tell me what I want to hear. Exactly. Not, not what I need to hear. So what we're trying to bring, what we're trying, and, and we're practicing. So we're having to mm -hmm. learn, learn a new muscle. You and I both run. Right, exactly. Um, and, and, and it is one of the hardest things I have ever done. But when you got people that start, bringing to meetings their true thoughts exactly that to me that's where the rubber will meet the road and that's where you you get to have the beauty of totally. healthy conflict we're all going to leave that team united you know we're gonna we're gonna right. make decisions and gordon just while i'm thinking of it um one thing i started doing about a month ago so we have our leadership tactical on mondays at 10 30 in the morning and one thing i started doing is the decisions that we make, we typically mm -hmm. write somebody's name beside it. Right. But we start the meeting from the the next week, you know, not right. long after we go through, you know, our clarity and, you know, uh -huh. all the, the, the six questions. Right. We go back and review the decisions we made last week. Mm -hmm. And did we get those done? Right. Because I think it's important before, and I'm a, I'm a goal setter, you know that, before we move on and just jump uh -huh. into the next topic, let's go back and review. Okay, here's what we said we would do. Right. You know, are, is that being done? I think that's brought a, that's brought some, a little bit of challenge to our team in a good right. way. You know, so. Right, totally. And, you know, if they come in, Tim, and they don't disagree on things and they don't have new ideas, you should either end the meeting early or excuse people. Because yeah. if you're inviting me to a meeting and I'm like, Tim, I'm just here going to – I'm going to tell you what you already know. I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm not doing you any good. Yeah. And so as a leader, here's, what, here's, a, here's a couple simple tips as a leader. Somebody says something, look at everyone else and say, who agrees with that? Who disagrees with that? Why? Take a position. 
Yeah. And if everyone agrees with it, tell me why. Why do you really agree with it? That's, that's a great uh, point. And, or, or if you're confused, ask a question. But what happens is people just kind of do these little mini monologues, and we don't draw out a single debate on something. But if no one has a better idea than you already have, move on. Yeah. But if that happens too many times in a meeting, you need to have a hard conversation with your team saying, hey, team, bring ideas, bring debate. Somebody take a, take a devil's advocate position just to play it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes that makes it interesting. You know, sometimes I'll do that with you and your team. I'll just say, hey, here's three options. They're all not perfect. Debate it. Who likes A? Who likes B? Why? Get it going. Uh, because otherwise they're just kind of a waste of time. But I, I like what you said, the five dysfunctions of a team, that model is a good, it is a good uh, you know, rule of thumb for a leader. Trust. You got to build it. You got to be the one to demonstrate it. If you walk into the room and you don't ask for help from anybody, don't expect your team to ask for help. Yep. Conflict. Get people debating things. Draw it out. Ask questions. Who agrees, disagrees. But then commitment is you got to see, are we really bought into this? Are you, and this is where I challenge you, uh, you said, I'm, I'm more of a we guy. Remember that? And I was yeah, like, I, I had to think about that, you know, because it's not in Pat's books or it's not like a, a rule or anything. But I think when we say, hey, you know what we should do? It sounds a little different than, all right, here's my decision, team. Here's my, here's my judgment call with imperfect decision, with imperfect information. That's one of the behaviors in the team assessment. It says the team is good at making decisions with less than perfect information. Uh, and that's your job. When you do that, those are great meetings. And then people leave and they go, holy smokes, we got so much done. Now, you said your meetings are a little fat. Most teams I work with, the challenge is to go faster and end early. Your, your meetings actually do end earlier than like the 30-minute the block or the hour block. How long do your meetings typically go? Typically, they're four, our tacticals are typically 45 minutes, sometimes an hour. Mm -hmm. typically, typically 45 minutes. I like that. I, I just like ending the meeting when it's over, yeah. not based on the schedule. If, if yeah. it needs to go five more minutes to get closure, then it's got to be important. It's the most important hour of your week is with your team. Uh, if it's if you're done at 43 minutes, go get, you yeah. know, get get going with it. Um, there's a lot of meetings. You have 52 tacticals a year. You got four off sites. You got a bunch of check ins. It's It's kind of overwhelming. And I think, you know, <laughs> I kind of laugh and say, you probably don't want your success rate to be like a baseball average. You don't want about 30%. You know, you, you probably don't want it to be like, uh, you know, uh, passing in, in NFL. You probably want your, your success rate to be a, a, good, a good free throw average, you know, eight, eight, eight to 10 or nine to 10 times. But you're not going to get them all perfect. Yeah. And just the, the constant question for you and other leaders like you is, Am I really intentionally leading a meeting and leading that experience or am I just attending? I think a lot of leaders I work with, they just attend their own meetings and they're like a high ranking visitor. Yeah. They're a high ranking spectator watching as opposed to going, this is my meeting. I called this thing. I'm the leader. So any other final thoughts on this topic? Lots of, lots of stuff to work on. Um, I think, I think the meetings are the most important things we do as an organization as far as far as to plan and to prepare for the week. I mean, you're, you're, you're right, Gordon. Uh, our tacticals need to be the most important meeting of the week. You know, I need to ask myself a question, is it? And if it's not, as a leader, what am I going to do to change that? Um, we've gotten better. We're still not where we need to be. You know, I think mm -hmm. that uh, we're, in a, we're in a season 
So, you know, if you've got, if you're just starting this as, a, you know, if you, if you read the motive or if you read the advantage or death by meeting, there's lots of books. Pat talks about this, you know, you know, for our listeners that are just listening, that may not be real familiar with this, man, just get started. And you know what? You may have a lot of nice meetings that everyone's a pleasure to talk to, you know, where we are is that we are starting to bring more challenge and the more challenge you bring, I think your meetings will take a different level. We're starting to see some of that. I, I offer some genuine challenge today in our standup. Um, hey, we had a brand new product that we made that, you know, we didn't weld a corner that we should have welded. We made our samples and we did. And I said, you know, guys, tell me, you know, you know, our last offsite. So this is, this is a great example of pulling all this together. Our last offsite, mm-hmm. we, said we were committed that we are going to follow process. One of our strategic anchors was mm-hmm. attention to detail. So, you know, right. we, did, season we, made, we are committed to doing that as a leadership team. So, Gordon, we hired a process manager. Okay. That's going to, you know what, we're going to follow that and we're going to develop those processes because, you know, you've got to have healthy systems. That's a healthy system. Yeah. So we committed to that. You know what? We sent a customer something that wasn't to the specification. They're right. paid us to do that. So I brought some serious challenge in a healthy way, you know, yeah. so, so, but we made that decision. We spent time and energy and money on that right. ultimately to make us better. And now we have yeah. this issue that happened. I mean, and that's not yeah. good, but if we learn from it, that we get to the other side. So, you know, I think the importance of meetings, you can sit and talk about something and be nice and right. Move on, right. Or you can have some genuine, our stand up this morning, probably one of the healthiest stands that we had stand-ups we've had in a while. but it's bringing that you know right. i'm going to bring challenge and then hey, yeah naturally that's not me but man i'm learning to do it so as the that's leader good. you know and go back to the motive as the leader man a lot of times we got to do things that we don't want to do that's right uh it's yeah. easy it's easy to say that but it's hard to do it and gordon you know for our listeners gordon's been challenging me on that a lot lately and i think yeah. that's a a real reality for me is, man, I got to make sure I don't get into a comfort zone that mm-hmm. everything's easy. I've arrived. I've made it to my position. Right. Is that right? You you walk out of a lot of meetings and say that wasn't difficult. Yep. Yeah. If I like, hey, okay, you're in ten meetings this week. Which one of them was really difficult? Like none of them. Yeah. You know, think about your business. Your business is a great metaphor, right? Because if I just sat outside your building, I'd watch raw product go in, and then I'd hear a lot of noise. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and fire and heat and sharp things and all kinds of crazy stuff, right? Dangerous yeah. stuff is happening inside your building. I know I've been there. And then out comes something nice and shiny and valuable that someone wants to pay for. And those yeah. are your decisions. Can yeah. you really, and that's what's scary is your results are based on decisions. Those decisions are being made in meetings. Yeah. The meetings are going to be good and productive in as much as you make them that. And just like a factory. But it's hard because of that, especially what's happened on the inside, is we got to draw out the energy and the activity. That kinetic energy has to be happening. If I just put raw products in your building and no, there's no fire, there's no tools, there's no, there's no energy, I'm just going to stick raw stuff right out. Like what went in comes out. And that's what a lot of meetings are like. You yeah. stick some stuff in and it's like, okay, yeah, same thing that was happening yesterday. We're just going to keep doing it. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, uh, I'm not going to pay much for that. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of hard work and um, like, and it's a discipline, but uh, all the leaders that are listening, here's a simple question. What is your meeting cadence and when did you design it? 
And when do you need to redesign it? And it's probably today is when you need to redesign it and ask yourself when and where are we meeting? How are we meeting? Read death by meeting, read the advantage. They both have great content on that. Give Tim a call and hopefully we can help. That sounds good. Well, hey, Gordon, thank you for sitting in the host chair. Uh, mm-hmm. Month four. So one more, one or maybe two months to go. We'll see how this uh-huh. goes. So. Okay. It's great. Thanks, everybody. All right. Everyone, God, God bless. bless. If you would like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If there are any specific topics you would like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We will be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that will get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.